0: Love, talk, radio. Hey, what's up? It's your homegirl, Complex Angel, and welcome back to another episode of Self-Love is My Rehab, where we are all tired of abuse being our addiction. I'm about to get my partner in crime, DC, on the line so we can start the show. So please, tune in and love yourself. Yo, yo, DC, what's going on?
1: What's up, uh, Richard Pry? How you doing out here?
0: <laughs> oh, how, was, how was your week? What was the vibe of the week for you?
1: Uh man, listen, um summer twenty twenty one. I'm gonna just go ahead and just put it out there. I ain't trying to manifest it, but goddammit. Um we have gotten the male version of WAP and uh no, yeah, sure. it's gonna be a lot of uh it's gonna be a lot of thought babies out here in uh, in the summer of twenty twenty one. Um I got a little glimpse of like what it sounded like yesterday. And I just wanna to apologize to everybody that um that gravitated to WAP because a uh, Throat Baby is my shit. I actually like it. <laughs> it it's it's derogatory as fuck. It's you know what I'm saying? But it's it's against everything I go for, but I mean I guess it's just the it's the the way the song was put, you know what I'm saying, like on a, you know, a rhythm, so to speak, is what I'm kind of gravitating to the most, not necessarily the lyrics, but, yeah, that's my shit. Oh, baby. Yeah, that's my shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, shit, other than that, um, other than that, I mean, shit, everything is Gucci. Um, Still trying to get used to the job and everything, man, and come to the realization that I'm going to be spending a lot of my bread on goddamn physical therapy, cause when I say like okay. that shit, been yeah. added on another twelve years to my body, like mm. it's fucking me up. But um, yeah, at the end of the day, it's worth it. Well, I wouldn't say it's worth it, but I mean, you know, it's it's applying to you know you know areas that I was struggling in, in my eyes personally. But you know, other than that, life is good. You know, it's snowing in Michigan. Ain't nothing new. Shit, just putting a smile <laughs> on my face. Through <laughs> right. through these uh through these snowy times. Life is good. Thank you. And we're
0: supposed we're supposed to get snow here tomorrow in Pennsylvania, so I'll let you know how many inches we get, but you know, y'all be safe out there. <laughs> wow. Wow.
1: <laughs> That's love. <wild.
0: laughs> well, so with that being said, we're gonna get into the the shut-me-the-fuck-up topic, and the the shut-me-the-fuck-up topic tonight is the grudges we hold. So I decided to come up with this topic because um, we all hold grudges, but um, after watching Forgiveness University by Pastor Mike Todd, I realized Mm -hmm. it's some things I need to let go of. So with that being said, my first question is, what reasons can cause someone to hold a grudge?
1: Hmm, I mean the one I can think of right off top is just your, your, your emotions. I feel like your emotions, you know what I'm saying? Is, is the shit, probably the number one reason as to why you hold grudges with somebody. You know what I'm saying? It's just that, that unwillingness to, you know, forget and or forgive. I should say, I should say more so forgive, you know what I'm saying? Like it's hard for people to forgive, you know what I'm saying? Considering the the uh the dynamics of the issue, which is you know, mm-hmm. in some cases you can argue where it's just like, okay, yeah, you know what I'm saying, like yeah, you 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 you're you're right to kinda of hold that grudge at that point, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if it's if it's like petty shit, like you know what I'm saying, like it should be easily let go, but I think I think we, we get wrapped up in our emotions so much, you know, we, we tend to we tend to overlook the fact of, you know, just wanting to forgive somebody and just want to hold that grudge, you know, and some things are just hard to fucking forget. You know what I'm saying? Some things are just really hard to forget, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, that's, that's kind of my take on that. Okay. Uh,
0: I think a reason for me um, was the fact that I wasn't allowed to express how, how, you know, how that, That made me feel because I feel like, you know, our pride gets in the way, like you said, our emotions get wrapped up and our pride gets in the way because a person disrespected us that we had so much respect for and that we never thought would do that. And when you try to express yourself, that person will gaslight you or tiff or tat with you, you know, or they won't even give you an apology. They'll come back around like nothing happened. And it's like you respect the friendship. I know for me I respected the friendship or I respected the person that I had to make amends with, but I kept what they did to me in the back of my mind. And I was always scared of confrontation. So I felt like, you know what, I never want to be on somebody's bad side. So I'm just gonna suppress this. But it just makes it 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 makes it causes tension in friendships. It you know, it causes tension with the relationship because it's like I, I had, like, low-key hate towards a person, but I'm sitting up here smiling right. in your face, but I'm over here trying to throw shots at the same time. So I had, you know, some people in my life that were frenemies because of that. So, yeah, like, that was like that was my main reason because I wasn't allowed to express what that person did to me or, like, you know, get the big elephant out the room. But um, yeah. that ties into my next question. Why do we see forgiveness as
1: weakness? Well, I mean it's because we 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 kinda get into that, that competitiveness when it comes to, you know, wins and losses. You know what I'm saying? I feel like mm-hmm. when we when we tend to you know, when we tend to look at forgiveness, we in our eyes that that means we lost in a sense. You know what I'm saying? And when you feel that way, I feel like there is no level you haven't reached that level of growth yet to where like you know the the quote is you know kill him with kindness, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. or you know in in this in this particular moment kill him with forgiveness you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like we don't I don't even think we were necessarily taught to you know like in this in that in those type of situations to like you know really just forgive a person regardless of what you know what the situation may have been because mm-hmm. um before before I really came to the realization of forgiveness, like, I honestly, I held a, I held a lot of grudges with people. Like I really did to Mm -hmm. the point where it affected me a lot. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like with, with, with the grudges that I held, there wasn't no closure with those people that were no longer in my life at that point. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so it was, it was almost like a, it was almost like a, um, a memorable, burden you know what i'm saying that that lingered on in my life and i didn't have any peace with you know what i'm saying because it could be you know something memorable you know Throughout your throughout your daily routine or whatever that make you think about that person and then it's just like oh shit now nah, I I can remember the good and the bad and then it's like now nah, I realize why we not talking and then it's like you know piss me off all over again but it's like I can't call you to tell you because we don't fucking mm-hmm. talk no more type of shit you know what I'm saying so right. it's, it's like a, it's like an endless cycle of that and um you know at at, at a certain point like. I want to say probably like 2018, 2017 is when, you know, I started losing like a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? And that was because I was going through some, some demons that I was battling myself, you know what I'm saying? And there was, there was, you know, a decent amount that were trying to, you know, wiggle back in or whatever. And, you know, I felt at that point, because we were ending on bad terms, it was just to let it go completely instead of just holding that grudge, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, you know, not bickering back and forth and shit like that and just letting it go completely. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can you can live your best life, you do what you do, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no hard feelings at this point. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's where um, that's where the strength is at, you know what I'm saying, versus like the weakness. You know what I'm saying? You're able to Forgive and just move on. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's honestly the most healthiest thing that you can do because that's like the hidden factor behind it all is that, you know what I'm saying? When you forgive and let go, you don't realize how much, you know, how much easier your life can just move on without, you know, really having to, you know, think about that person and think about all the fucked up shit that y'all may have been through and how it ended. And you know what I'm saying? Who's holding the grudge and who's doing this and doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like once you, once you forgive, you are omitting that person out of your life. You know what I'm saying? But right. I feel like people are afraid to do that. You know what I'm saying? People are afraid to just simply just, you know, call it quits. So, so to speak. Cause I feel like, you know, people hold grudges in a sense to just have some sort of power over a person, especially if they constantly are, you know trying to seek their friendship out of that person or the relationship out of that person you know what i'm saying so that's just their way to reject them just to make them feel like shit too in a sense but mm. to revert back to your question um yeah um that i feel like that's i feel like that's the biggest fear of just you know feeling like if you forgive somebody you know you end up losing in the long run and you get, you're get you enabling that person to, you know what I'm saying, do whatever it is that they did to you all over again. And then some. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, I would
0: say that we see forgiveness as weakness from two different standpoints. One, because the people around us always give us a hard time when we do. You know, like if we forgive someone, another person wants to say, well, you know that they did this. It couldn't be me. You sure? Girl, you too nice. Or boy, you know what I'm saying? You must like (laughs) being treated this way. So when a person says that, that sends off these alarms to your mind that, okay, something is wrong. So, you know, you just be like, okay, well, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be on T's and Q's. So if this person hurt me again, so and popping but then on right. the other hand, you have people who have taken your forgiveness, they have taken your forgiveness for granted over and over again. So when it comes to a person who may be genuine, but even a genuine person is not perfect, if that person hurts you, it's really hard for you to bounce back from it sometimes. You know, sometimes you worry about, like, okay, I don't want to keep forgiving. You know what I'm saying? Because I know that I forgave so much in the past and I've accepted so much in the past and I lost myself. So you play this sense of damage control because of that. So it's like a lot of people, they want to hold on to, they rather hold on to the anger and hold on to the bad memories and just treat it like a funeral. You know what I'm saying? Like it is what it is. But Pastor Mike Todd has said it in, One of the episodes on Forgiveness University series, he said, we hold on to a lot of this anger because no one ever told us that it's not fair that this happened to us. We were always told to just get over it, but it's really hard to get over it. Some things hit you so hard that it's hard to bounce back from. We got to stop putting a time limit on when to heal because time heals all wounds. So if it takes three years, you know what I'm saying, to heal from something, you have to give it that. But we don't know how to do that because we're told to suck it up. So we suppress a lot of shit, and then we wonder why on a Saturday we're crying for no reason, don't even know why. It's because of the stuff that you suppress. We have to do better. Mm-hmm. But so my <laughs> my third question for you, don't <laughs> hang up, D.C., okay? Because uh, Queen huh. K is threatening not, not to even call up tomorrow because of the questions I got tomorrow, but don't hang up. Uh, how heavy? How heavy is your grudge
1: belt? In 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 terms of what? Because I wanna I wanna I wanna make sure that I'm answering that correctly. Because I feel like this question can how go. How many
0: people? H- how many people do you have a grudge with? Like are like is there any grudges you're holding on to? Oh
1: damn. Uh, hmm. I would say. <laughs> God damn it complex. <laughs> I um, <laughs> I feel like I feel like my grudge belt when it comes down to it, like I hold a lot of grudges with myself versus anybody. Okay. And I feel like that's unfair to me. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't I don't at this at this point in my life I don't condone holding grudges. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, you know what I'm saying, get the shit out there in the air. You know what I'm saying? If y'all can, if y'all can bounce back from it, that's good. If not, then go your separate ways. No grudges needed. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I feel like it's, I feel like it's unfair that I hold a lot of grudges with myself. You know what I'm saying? Over the course of what people may have done to me, or that I've done to them, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm not 100% sure. Like, I mean, I'm a man enough to say that when it came down to certain scenarios and, you know, situations and relationships, I played my part as to why I'm not in none of my relationships today. You know what I'm saying? I'll be bad enough to say that, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to fully fault myself as if I was the biggest problem. You know what I'm saying? I played my part, but I wouldn't say I was the biggest problem. But, um, but yeah, I hold, I hold uh, a large amount of the grudge with myself and, I think it's mostly because of the things that I allowed myself to go through. You know what I'm saying? Because looking back on it now, it was like, dog, you didn't really have to go through any of the shit that that person put you through or, you know what I'm saying, like, or allow this shit to happen or, you know, this, this, that, and the third. But, you know what I'm saying, we human. We don't really, we can't really foreshadow as to what's going to happen you know what I'm saying, we just kind of go based off feelings and, you know what I'm saying, the vibes and everything that's being dished out. And I feel like that's why we always, you know, come across what I like to call imposters, you know what I'm saying, because a person can easily portray themselves as being this, you know, ideal, perfect person, you know what I'm saying, type of thing until, you know, all is comfortable and, you know, guards is down and shit and then boom, there you go. Like, you know, you get the real person, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you just can't up and dip because you got emotions and, you know, all this effort involved in, 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 and, in, um, invested into the situation. So it makes it a lot harder to just kind of bag out of it or even, you know, you know, walk away without holding a grudge or, you know, or some sort of tension, you know, towards that person, you know what I'm saying? And that's whether, you know, that's, that's either, you know, friendships or relationships, you know what I'm saying? And honestly, even even in uh even in a uh, family you know what i'm saying like i I've, I've never I've never held grudges with my family like that um if i did honestly I swear it was like for a split second you know what i'm saying because for for some for some weird reason yet unfortunate reason like I stand by the family code. I may not speak to all my cousins. I may not speak to all my uncles, aunts, or what have you, but you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I'm going to always want to love on my family. I'm always going to want to speak to my family, kick it with my family. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? I'm always down for that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm a family type of person. So the fact that I don't speak to enough family, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it hurts. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I'm sure every family has like their segregated groups that they, you know, that they all kick it with and shit. And, you know, they pretend like they don't know the others, but I mean, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? I'm not tripping off of it. I got my own little family that I'm trying to work on and invest in and manifest, you know, to bigger heights of happiness and shit like that. So the the lack of not having enough family around me doesn't really phase me that much because my mission is to make my family a whole you know what I'm saying? To where I won't have to rely on nobody else, you know, whether that's within my family completely or, you know what I'm saying, outside of it. But, um, but yeah, like I said, I, I hold, I hold a lot of my grudges with myself and me personally, I don't think it's healthy because, you know, it, I feel like it decreases, you know, self-love and I've worked too fucking hard to, you know, to uplift myself, you know, in the self love ca- category to, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, to to hold grudges with myself based off of other people's actions. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Okay. Um, well, my grudge, belt. for the longest time, I always interpreted a grudge as me just not feeling comfortable to go around somebody after a confrontation happened. Um, Growing up, I got teased a lot, you know, like I was the short kid, so my cousins picked on me a lot, you know, my sister played a part in it too, and I don't know, it's like as I got older, I felt like I really couldn't click with them, like my cousins are like two to three years older than me, but because I was short, I was short, like, I like a little kid. So I hung out with my younger cousins more than I did my older cousins. Like, I'm so serious. And, you know, over time, I became this angry person. You know, I started seeing a lot of family bullshit. And, I, you know, I would lash out. I would lash out my anger and everything like that. And, like, it it became, like, tension between me and my cousins. You know, it became tension between me and my sister a lot of times. And I didn't realize that it was a grudge until, you know, like there, no matter if you've fallen out with somebody or, you know what I'm saying, if you're still cool with somebody, but there has been tension in the past, that person tends to cross your mind. So whenever they would cross my mind, I'd be like, maybe I should reach out to them. They're they're coming, They're crossing my mind for a reason. I would instantly think back to the confrontation that we had, and i will be like, no, nah, I'm straight, because in my mind... I didn't realize, I didn't want to realize that it years have passed, that this person may not even remember that, you know what I'm saying, they may not even be thinking on that level no more, in my mind, no, you're still the same person that you were back then, and then I would just keep that in my mind and keep it moving and more years would pass, and um, I'm realizing that my grudge belt is very heavy, like, you know, I tend to think about a lot of things that happen to me, because I'm not perfect, I have my flaws, but I know that I give, I give, I'm a very giving person, and I'm a very friendly person, and I have had some people in my life that took advantage of that, some people in my life that thought they could talk to me any type of way because I refused to, I was too nice to you know say anything because I respected the friendship so much, and I knew that my mouth could be very reckless, and a lot of shit that I say I cannot come back from, so I wouldn't speak up, and people took advantage of that, so I find myself yeah. reflecting back on that a lot, and I find myself getting angry, but I have to catch myself now and realize like you know what it wasn't fair what they did to you, but you gotta let it go, you know what I'm saying that that chapter. It's closed, you know what I'm saying? It's okay to feel these feelings, but don't let it consume you because it's like you did you did the hardest part. You let go, finally, because I used to hold right. on to friendships and relationships longer than I should have, you know what I'm saying? so, you know, I told myself, like, you let go, so why are you still allowing this person space inside of your mind, space inside of your heart? So, you right. know, it, I, I'm a, I'm a work in progress and everything, but yes, my grudge belt is very heavy, you know what I'm saying? Because I realized that I was a very nice person, but you know, I've just been told recently that, you know, all the fuck that shit that has happened to you and for you to still be as genuine as you are, that's very hard to come by. So I, I'm a stand yeah. on that because I want to always stand out, you know? So, um, right. next question. Is there someone you know who, hold, who holds a grudge towards you?
1: Mm. Uh, no. There's no one that I know of. Um, okay. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I mean, the people that I don't talk to anymore, I mean, shit, that's more so of a question for them. Like, shit, do you still got a grudge over DC? <laughs> you know I mean? but I mean, to kind of speak for them, you know what I'm saying in this particular moment in time. Um, that's 100% unsure. I mean, I would hope that they don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, like I've, I've, I've distanced myself and or you know what I'm saying, ended situations between 2016 and 2018. And mm-hmm. yeah, I have not heard. You know what I'm saying? Like, not a peep from out of these individuals, you know what I'm saying? And hopefully, hopefully all is well, you know what I'm saying? Like that's all (laughs) I can, that's all I can really say, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully all is well. And, you know, I'll, I've, I've been a bigger person, you know what I'm saying? I haven't been able to express this part of myself, but I'm a bigger person now to, you know, wish that person, you know, the best of luck, you know what I'm saying? Richness and health. You know what I'm saying? And wealth as well. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't trying to hate on nobody. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just because we've may have, you know, ended it on a Rocky situation. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's never been me, period. You know what I'm saying? Like even mm-hmm. even when I get in my emotions and I may speak that way. That's never my mm-hmm. intentions. You know what I'm saying? I feel like when when I get into an emotional, you know, state to where I feel hurt or I feel anger. You know what I'm saying. I I tend to speak out my ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and not mean. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. It, it's just because I was so enabled. You know, as an individual growing up, where I couldn't speak my mind, to where I can get people to understand me. You know what I'm saying. Like it was, the the struggles of not being understood, is so underrated. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard for you to be able to get someone to lend an ear. You know what I'm saying? Especially if that's Mm -hmm. the person that you're arguing with or have differences with. You know what I'm saying? It's so hard for you to to get their attention so they can actually understand, like, what's going on with you because Mm -hmm. they're so ready to counter-argue the fact of, you know, making themselves right. You know what I'm saying? So it's a battle between right and wrong. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's what I've been going through, you know what I'm saying, like all my life. Like I've been I've been going through, you know, the rights and wrongs of, you know what I'm saying, whether or not and, and that's the thing, like I was I was too stubborn at the time because I myself didn't even know how to sit down and listen and, you know, take a L. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, like, you know, it was always like I never had a voice. You know what I'm saying? And my voice was shut down because of, you know, the, the, um, the talks of, you know, verbal abuse or whatever to my, to my image, you know what I'm saying? So that immediately shut me down socially. So I didn't know how to, you know, in a sense, stand up for myself when in my mind, I knew I was right, but I just took that mm-hmm. L when I didn't deserve it. You know what I'm saying? So like, as you get older and you started to develop that, you know, that that um that will to actually speak you know what i'm saying like you start you you know you get you get stubborn as hell (laughs) you know what i'm saying it's like okay like i got a mouth i got a mouth now you know what i'm saying i hear my vocals and everything my nigga like you about to hear this and you about to just take it like you know what i'm saying because Mm -hmm. like you don't know what i had to go through just to be able to tell you you wrong you know what I'm saying. Man. In most cases, the person probably right, but you you not you not you not um you not you not at that mature level to be able to sit back and listen and actually take a proper L because you've been given like L's just like left and right. You know what I'm saying. People mm-hmm. pick up people pick up on the um the uh the uh the weakness that you have. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and they abuse the hell out of it to where like you're convinced that you know what I'm saying like hey. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm just this wrongful-ass person, you know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm just not doing anything right in my life, you know, type of thing. You know right. what I'm saying? So at a point where, you know, at, at a certain point, like, yeah, like, you know, I I didn't I didn't accept any wrongs that I was doing at the time. But, you know what I'm saying, it took, it took for me to actually sit my ass down for, you know, two to three years and, you know, really reflect on a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? And there there were cases where, you know, I was at fault, you know, for, you know, for a couple of relationships for ending, you know what I'm saying? I'll accept it and just move on, you know what I'm saying? But like I said, that grudge is within myself, you know what I'm saying? Because it was like, you know, damn, like, you smarter than that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Why you, you know, why you didn't do this? Why you didn't do that? You know, or why you didn't accept this or accept that? You know what I'm saying? Or, you know try to make it to where, you know, it can be right. You know what I'm saying? So that, that, that ties into all the grudges that I hold with myself, you know what I'm saying? But like I said, like most cases, like it's not healthy, you know what I'm saying? Because, Mm -hmm. you know, like I said, you will continue to beat yourself up about it. And, you know, you'll, in my case, you will be that same individual back in, you know, elementary, well, I wouldn't say elementary school, but um, uh, junior high up until, you know what I'm saying, senior year. You'll be them individuals that was beating you down in the first place, you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. who, you know, molded this person that you was today, (laughs) you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. what you're struggling with to actually be a well-rounded person. Okay, yeah.
0: Now, see, when I brought this question up, I was looking at it from a standpoint of, like, if you tried to reach back out to someone and they left you on red, you know, like you did before. No shade. But just saying. Oh, um, damn. You don't. <laughs> but, just, but it's just an example, though. Like, like you try to reach out and that person just shows, like, I'm really not fucking with you. Like, you know, you did some right. fucked up shit. Like, I I was looking at it from that because um, I said before that I had a fallen out with an uncle through marriage that doesn't talk to me no more. And after reflecting and really thinking back, you know, I reached out to a family member that he still talks to. And I said, like, you know, let him know that I see the error of my ways. I I see where I messed up. Like, I went into more detail and everything. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the family member came back to me and said, yeah, I told him. And, you know, like, the person still had nothing to say. So that let me know, like, okay, he still has anger, you know what I'm saying, that, you know, he he doesn't want to squash it and everything like that. So it, it hurts my feelings. I'm not going to even lie at times, but it I'm learning that sometimes, you know, a person when they're done with you, they're done with you. You know, just like I let go of people, somebody's going to get tired of me like I can't, you know what I'm saying, be this immaculate person for everybody. Some people you just don't vibe with, you know what I'm saying? And some people you do. So, you know, that he he's holding that grudge towards me, but I I feel better that I got that off my chest. You know what I'm saying. So that's where I was looking at this question from. But you know, we know we ain't oh, okay. everybody ain't like you, DC. You cut throat, You know what well, I'm saying. You cut well, I mean, look, <laughs> listen,
1: listen, listen. Just because, just because I was rec- Well, see, that's the thing. That's that. That was the hidden thing behind it. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I was at that point where you know, like I had to take charge for me. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. like I was taking, because like I felt like I was taking l's left and right where I didn't even deserve them you know what I'm saying? And like, you know, everybody has their breaking point, you know what I'm saying? Where they feel like, you know, okay, enough is enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm getting tired of being beaten up on, you know what I'm saying? So when you get to that point, it's actually kind of crazy. It's actually kind of scary. You know what I'm saying? Because then you kind of get out of your mindset of like what's right and what's really wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like in your head, everything you do is right at that point. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. That's why I say, like, you know, after a while, like, even even things that I look back on, I knew I was, I know I'm, I was wrong on, you know. Now I was right then. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? Because I, I went through, I went through a fucking Tasmanian devil like whirlwind. You know what I'm saying? I, everything I did was right. <laughs> you know, because I got right. tired of taking L's and you know being accepting of everybody's behavior at that point. You know what okay. I'm saying? And shit, honestly, low key, not even to throw shade at this person, but you know what I'm saying? Like I was <laughs> going through that for like, you know, shit, like six, seven years, you know what I'm saying? Like I I, I had my wrongs in that life in that time span. Don't get me wrong. I did. I, I will mm-hmm. admit that I did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying? the shit stopped after a while, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was molding myself, like, you know what right. I'm saying? I was, I, was, I was trying to be a damn man. I was trying, you know what damn I'm saying? In. But, you know, it was it was tit for tat shit, and it was just like, you know what? Fuck
0: it.
1: You know what I'm saying? But right. it's funny. It's funny you said that, though, because when... I think, I think that was the last grudge I held and at this point now kind of like got rid of it or so got over mm-hmm. it because... Yeah. When me and that person, when me and that person split, you know, uh, split, split apart. This was around the time where I had got my DUIs and shit. You know what I'm saying? So I really, for sure, didn't have time for no bullshit. Like I, shit, my <laughs> my whole life and everything I fucking pretty much built up at that point was at jeopardy. You know what I'm saying? So, you know that person that person was reaching out left and right, and you know, a part of me wanted to just kind of like you know lure myself back into it. You know what I'm saying? Because I was vulnerable at the time, you know what I'm saying? I needed, you know what I'm saying? That, that, that female, you know, concern, you know what I'm saying? That, that female emotion, you know what I'm saying? To, you know, kind of keep me sane, so to speak. But I had to remember, like, this was the same, you know, female that, you know, at the time, especially when I, you know, got arrested the first time, wasn't even really there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so, yeah. I, yeah, it was, it was, it was hard. It was hard at the time, but it, you know, I had to really think big about it. You know what I'm saying? And that was the first time I actually thought big about it. You know then i I thought long, long-term instead of short-term because if it was short-term me, it would have been like, yes, like, please, like, I just need a hug. I need a back rub. I need a thot baby. I need all that. Like, please just help oh, me. Oh, gee. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but that's when you know shit get real. You know what I'm saying? Because you won't, you won't submit yourself to to short term shit. You know what I'm saying? Just, right. just for that temporary feel.
0: Okay. Well, last question before we move on:
1: Have
0: have you learned to let go of grudges? Are still working? Are you still working on it?
1: Both. I learned, like I said, to, to, to piggyback off of the last statement, I just said um, that was my learning point to pretty much let go of, you know what I'm saying, like that that grudge that I had over that person, you know what I'm saying, because this was the person that I had a relationship with for about, you know, seven and a half years or so, you know what I'm saying, and was very close friends with this person, you know what I'm saying, prior to us getting together. You know what I'm saying, into a relationship and um it was it was the it was the hardest it was the hardest to let go mm-hmm. because you know what I'm saying we was you know, we was invested into a lot, you know what I'm saying, within us too. Yeah. And um yeah, when you look back all when you look back on all the the investments that you had with this person, it's just like, you know, like damn, like do you really like just... Let it go, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, or just like for, <laughs> forgive and just let go, like you know what I'm saying. I feel like um, to to piggyback off the second question, I think it was like you know uh, why do we see forgiveness as you know weakness or whatever. Um, I see I see it not only as weakness but but at um, as fear too. You know what I'm saying because like I feel like once you forgive a person and let them know like okay like you know, there should be no ties or, you know, anything of that nature, you know what I'm saying? Like that shit's gone completely, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like you're not fully over that person. And Mm. that was, that was, that was like one of the biggest decisions that I had to make, you know what I'm saying? Because that person was letting me know, like, you know, they still trying to be in my life or whatever. And the history that me and this person have, like, you know, we, we, weren't really capable of being friends. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it was us being friends and hopping back into a relationship type of thing. Like we were never able to like strictly just be friends after we, you know, after right. we got, got together initially. So it was kind of hard for us to really just be friends. So that's what kind of made me feel like, okay, I have to, you know, pretty much chop the head off for this one. You know what I'm saying? Cause like I knew that, If we were to be cool again at some point, you know, it was going to, it was going to wind up, you know, us being back into a relationship and ain't no telling like, you know, how long it's going to last this time type of thing. So, yeah, because like my, my mistakes really opened my mind up to a lot of decision making that I was going to make at that point in time. And (laughs) shit, honestly, that was like right on point. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It was right on time. Because, you know, like I said, ain't no telling where, you know, that relationship, you know, would be at this particular moment. You know what I'm saying? We probably would still be together or, you know what I'm saying? It probably would have, you know, did as usual. You know what I'm saying? We take a break. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. But, um, but uh But, yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's pretty much it. Like I said, like, you know, um, like I said, I've, I'm, I'm, that, that part of me, that's, that's where I've learned to pretty much, you know, let things go and not really have no hatred towards nobody, you know, that, that I had ups and downs with, you know what I'm saying? Like to this day, like I still wish that woman the best of luck, you know what I'm saying? Family, you know, praying that, you know, her family is healthy and everything like that, and the part that I'm still working on is myself, you know what I'm saying, like, I can easily give advice, you know, tell a person not to hold a grudge with nobody, don't hold a grudge with yourself, and I'll still be doing this, I I won't be practicing what I preach, I'll still be sitting up here, still holding grudges with myself, beating myself up about, you know, certain situations or certain moments where I should be you know, capitalizing on, but I don't do it because, you know, there's still these, uh, these toxic situations that I have within myself that I'm, you know, that I'm working on, but, you know, I'm sleeping on at the same time, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't always find myself in a position to where I'm always aware of these toxic situations. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of hard to detect your toxic situations when you're not always in a position to be aware of them, so to speak. So um, I'm thinking of mechanisms and everything like that to try to, like, help me, you know, um, uplift myself more and stop holding grudges with myself about the decisions that I make. You know what I'm saying? If I feel like it's the right decision to do, then, you know, so be it. You know what I'm saying? I can't worry about you know, anybody else's, you know, feedback or emotions, you know, based off of what I do, you know what I'm saying? I'm not reckless or nothing like that, but, you know what I'm saying? Like just, just making better decisions for myself, you know what I'm saying? Like rightful, ideal, you know what I'm saying? Common, you know, rightful decisions to, you know, help better myself. You know what I'm saying? And people, people will express their emotions, you know what I'm saying? And will make you feel like you're doing the wrong thing. and. That's something I just got to stop doing.
0: That part. Okay. Well, I am still learning to let go of grudges. I'm working on it. Um, I want to get to the point where I can, a person can cross my mind and I won't wish bad on them. Um, not even wish bad on them, but, like, get mad at what they did to me and then, like, you know what I'm saying, be like, huh, like like, just say something bad about them because I don't want to wish right. anything bad on somebody, because what you wish bad on somebody else you like, you know, can happen to you. But I just want to get past right. the point of feeling mad about it. Um, You know, it, it's not easy. Uh, you know, uh, we're supposed to give, I think, what, 70 times seven. It's just some things, like I, I my, my peace of mind matters so much. But at the same time, I feel like I be thinking that cutting a person off, you know what I'm saying? Without really forgiving them, it's giving me peace of mind, but it's not because thinking about it still interrupts it at you know, all the time. So I'm slowly working on it. I did write release letters last year to people that I had anger towards. But um I think like, you know, it's just one day at a time, just unpacking everything. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like you said, like how you said, you know, you and the girl that you were with for six to, you know, seven years, it's like shoot we we get hurt we we get heartbreak off of knowing somebody for four months, so imagine how much can be done within that time frame. you know what I'm saying, like like with six to seven years, that's more than just four months, so yeah it right. it takes a lot of time to unpack because like people and and this is why I say we have to normalize stop. Well, we had to stop putting a time limit on when when to heal because people will sit up there and probably look at you like, damn, that was so many years ago. You're still talking about it. No, I'm just not processing it because I never gave myself enough time to even think about it. I suppressed this shit. So, right. you know, that's, that's, that's where I'm at with it. But okay, with that being said, thank you for answering those questions. Let's get into the shout outs and appreciations. Do you see what you got for us?
1: For sure, for sure, shout out to self-love is my rehab, first and foremost, you know what I'm saying, without it, you know, it wouldn't have, you know, allowed me to be a better person on a regular basis, you know what I'm saying, y'all already know what it is, Uh, shout out to Mm -hmm. Complex Angels, without her, without her. She wouldn't be. Look, <laughs> listen. Complex be she's fucking giving out these questions, man. I honestly, I don't be prepared for them, even even in a week advance. You know what I'm saying? I still be looking at it like, damn, for real. Like I gotta, I gotta <laughs> dig deep down for this shit. You know what I'm saying? But, but but shout out to her. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, she do she do help me realize a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? That I need to work on. You know what I'm saying? Or you know it it you know it. It reinstates the, you know, the situations that I may have, you know, um that I have made and, you know, accepted them and, you know, moving on. You know what I'm saying? Like, self-help is my rehab is the shit, y'all. Like, it really is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it really helps me out a lot. You know what I'm saying? Internally, you know what I'm saying? So I appreciate you for that complex. Um, no problem. Shout out to God because, uh, you know what I'm saying, without him, none of this would be possible. Shout-out to Dynamic Culture Apparel. That's my baby. Don't play with it. Y'all, look, listen, I'm excited about this year. I'm going to make this year the, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> the the year. You know what I'm saying? I've been praying to God to open up the pearly gates, you know what I'm saying, for Dynamic Culture Apparel. You know what I'm saying? I've I've been working, you know what I'm saying, despite working at this new goddamn warehouse job, it's been kicking my ass <laughs> But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We still we still rocking. You know what I'm saying? That's just giving me more motivation to, you know what I'm saying, eventually be working for myself and not nobody else. Um, if you guys want to follow up on any updates or, you know what I'm saying, just to follow just to follow the brand, you know what I'm saying? You can follow it um, on Instagram at dynamic underscore culture underscore apparel. Or you can follow it on Facebook as well at Dynamic Culture Apparel. I've been noticing that I've been getting a lot of likes ever since I've been, you know what I'm saying, dropping the name, you know what I'm saying? So I appreciate everybody who may have been listening and just happen to be following, you know what I'm saying? If it's it's y'all from the podcast or it's just, you know, um, just a lot of likes and stuff generating off of social media, I want to humbly thank y'all so much. You know what I'm saying? Y'all won't be disappointed, you know what I'm saying? I will be coming out with some heat, like trust me. But uh, with that being said, shout out to all my people with positive vibes and positive energy. And shout out to my big head loved ones with negative vibes and negative energy. We still love you at the end of the day. We just wait for you to catch up. (laughs) Okay. So, first and
0: foremost, I want to shout out God for always being there for me. Um, He has showed up a lot in my downtimes, and it's making it easier to pray to him to let go and let him handle things without worrying, because I used to be a person that would still worry. So shout out to him. You know, just strengthening my relationship with him and just being able to talk to him about a lot of stuff is helping me to, you know, learn to trust my own decisions and to learn that okay, I can do this. I can, you know, step out on faith on this. Even when things crumble, okay, God, I'm just right here, stagnant right now, but I know you're working on something, so I won't be so eager to try to open up that next door without you. Um, shout out oh. to Queen K. Shout out to Mook. Shout out to True Melissa Amber. You know, we had a lovely virtual poetry event last night shout out to them for supporting shout out to Melissa for challenging me to be a co-host with her because Melissa we've had her on our um podcast before Rosario the Goddess um she has always hosted poetry events and I asked her like hey are you doing a virtual one like I need to go to an open mic you know like I, I really need to and she was like I've never done that before would you be interested in doing it with me and I was just like um, you know, that was the decision for you, but I really thank her for challenging me because last night it was it was so so therapeutic. Like, you know, like even my cousin uh Kiana had um joined and you know, I didn't even know I had just decided to share the flyer early that day and you know when she got on that night she said, you know, she was, you know, like just basically not feeling she was feeling under the weather and just to get that, you know what I'm saying? She was like, Okay, it's meant. And it's like we really just had some deep talks last night. We really empowered each other as women. So we're really looking to do that again, you know, by next month. Like, you know, we're trying to make it, a, you know, every month thing and just stay tuned. Um, shout out to Self-Love is My Rehab. Uh, you know, this podcast helps me to become a better person every day. Shout out to No Apologies because that is the book that helped me to become bold, it helped me to get my voice, it helps me to really step out on faith and to get out of my shell. You know, that, that paved hurts. the way for so far with my rehab. <laughs> that also paved the way for Queens of Visions. and Visions. Um, no Apologies is me, you know what I'm saying? It's helping me to become unapolog- unapologetic about myself to realize that I'm not perfect, to realize that, you know, I'm going to have fucked up days, I'm going to have storms, but the difference now is I'm not letting those storms consume me like I would have in the past, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's just it's a new day, and I, I just feel really good, Um and uh yeah, you know what I'm saying? I just, I love y'all, you know, all the supporters out there who are who listens to us daily, you know, who listens to us every Sunday, even on Mondays, like, really, I really appreciate y'all. So, with that being said, <laughs> are you ready to get your mind stimulated, DC? hmm <laughs> Drop it. I should give me the green light. Let's stimulate that mind, Cuppy.
1: My toes is numb as fuck.
0: Public service announcement: DC might hang up the phone, so I might be answering this question by myself. But we gonna rock out sure. tonight. Stimulate your mind. Question is: Why do we hate the negative traits we inherit from our
1: parents? Goodbye.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I guess I'll answer. Oh <laughs> it.
1: <laughs> it's
0: dead air, DC.
1: Mhm, dead air is fuck. You said you was gonna answer first. No, you got it. Like, you, you know you gonna I don't first. like you for this question. I don't like you for this question. Oh <laughs> uh, shit. Oh well. Mm. Why? Why do we? Why do we what? Because I don't do like. You that.
0: <laughs> why do we hate the negative traits we inherit from our parents?
1: Hmm. Well, I mean, I think, I think it's simply because, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it affects who we are as adults. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we tend to, <laughs> and I, <laughs> it's funny because like, I think, I think it was always like a saying like amongst, amongst like kids and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't say kids, but like, you know, early teens, early adulthood type of shit. You know what I'm saying? We would always, we would always ha- have these venting moments about you know our parents and shit. And we would always say like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't asked to be here, you know, type of shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, <laughs> so like we get. I mean, and and that's facts. You know what I'm saying? We had, we weren't asked to be here. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you wasn't, if you wasn't ready to be a parent, you shouldn't have been opening up your legs, or you shouldn't have been shooting up the club, <laughs> raising kids. Right. You know what I'm saying, and I, I, you know, and that, and that, that stems, you know, heavily, on the parents. You know what I'm saying, like, cause I, well, for me, for me personally, I, I'll speak for me personally, cause I, don't, I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to, you know, <laughs> cause no, cause no beef or nothing like that. But, um, I, I was, I was a reckless individual. You know what I'm saying before before my kid came into play. Like I was I was reckless in the making. I I was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was reckless in the making. You know what I'm saying? Like I and 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 that was because I I didn't really experience you know what it was like to be, you know, a teenager up until young adulthood. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't ready. I was I, I was not prepared for that shit yet. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Nor did I experience it. But the thing was, like once I had a kid, you know what I'm saying, it was like, okay, I guess I gotta sacrifice <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like my young adulthood, my young adult life to be a father. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. And with the with the course of her growing up and everything like that, <laughs> like I had I came across the two paths of just like, you know, be a thought or be a father like shit. Oh, gotta shit. be a pop. You know what I'm saying? No <laughs> baby like, for you. Well no oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like those that's that those are the two those are the two the two roads that you have to like, you know, come across every time you come down to a situation. And you know, nine times out of ten, like, you know, people can actually multitask. People can actually be, you know, themselves and be a parent at the same time. Some people just ain't built for that shit either. You know what I'm saying? Like, in that case, I felt like I wasn't built for the two, but, you know, at the same time, when I wasn't on parent duty, please believe, I was a thought. You know what I'm saying? I was a thought out here. Um, but I was able to flip on that, you know, that on and off switch. But, you know, I I try to, at the same time, mask the the things that I do. And, you know what I'm saying, hopefully it doesn't rub off on my kid. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's mm-hmm. what most of our parents really were incapable of. You know what I'm saying? They were incapable of being able to mask those those toxic traits that, you know, that they had within themselves and didn't realize that, they, you know, that it was rubbing off on us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because... I wouldn't say it was necessarily... I wouldn't say necessarily a trait, but more so of a stereotype where, you know what I'm saying, I grew up with a single mom. You know what I'm saying? And she had, you know, her one particular relationship that she was in long-term and that shit didn't turn out good. And lo behold, I was in the same fucking situation where I ended up becoming a single father, you know what I'm saying, going into a seven and a half year relationship and clearly their shit didn't work out. You know what I'm saying? So there's a, there's some shit you gotta be careful with, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. Yeah. There's some shit you really gotta be careful with because you know, what you think, what you think is right. And you know, that you're comfortable with is, 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 is not good. It's not good at all for, you know, for, you know, for the child. You know, because the child is always going to pretty much consume your habits, your tendencies, and everything. You know what I'm saying. So you definitely have to watch who you are as an adult. You know what I'm saying, because growing up, I wasn't taught to, and and I'm sure this is I'm sure this is for many uh, for many uh, of people in my generation. We weren't taught about you know, credit scores and you know what I'm saying, like the the management of money and you know, things of that nature. I feel like the only thing that we all have in common is how to fucking clean up a house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because we seen we seen our moms fucking on a Sunday on a Sunday evening have on a, uh smooth jazz V ninety eight point seven and have pine saw and motherfucking incense burning throughout the house. And you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, you just sit there playing the game waiting on a home cooked meal pissed off that you got to go to school the next day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that's all we. That's all we learned about. You know what I'm saying? We never learned about the things that we needed to learn about as adults. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's that's pretty much one of the things that I hate the most is that I just never learned how to genuinely be a be an adult. Yes. Yeah. I get it. Um,
0: I think we hate. The negative traits we hear from our parents because we're on the outside and we get to see it before they even realize it. Cause you know, <laughs> they are stuck in their ways, you know what I'm saying? By the time we get to being a preteen and a teenager. So sure. it's no telling them about themselves. And I know my mom, no. my mom had an attitude, and like she was one of the people that she didn't care what you thought of her. She had a shirt that literally said, Don't ask me for shit. And when she had that yeah. shirt on, you don't ask yeah. her for shit. She wasn't the type of person that would hold, you know, how you'll have your your um, your friends come over. You know, some parents will be real nice and everything like that because they want to make first impressions. They don't want you to think that um, they're, you know, like the family has drama, so they're going to put on this nice act. No. My mom, if my friends was over, they were her kids too. So she was cussing them out too. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got it. And it's like, I was embarrassed to bring my friends around because I'm like, I don't want them to think that she's a mean person. Like me and her clashed so much. And the the traits that I didn't want, I have. Like people call me little Yvonne. And I remember that used to make me cringe, like Queen K can tell you because I remember she told she told my boyfriend recently like yeah Tasha acts just like her mom and I was like no there's certain things she's like no Tasha you are your mom and I was like no I'm not but <laughs> I had to realize that she never she's never seen all of the negative of my mom so when I hear people say that I think about all the stuff that she put me through, the abandonment issues, like, you know, the addiction, but she's looking at it from like my mom's mannerisms, how she talked, you know what I'm saying? How radical she was, how she had a sailor's mouth. You know what I'm saying? And I've just learned to embrace that. Like, you know what? Okay. If, at first it was kind of scary to look at myself in the, to take pictures because I would see my mom in myself and I'd be like, okay, this is kind of scary. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it's like, I, I miss her, but I can't talk to her. I can't talk to myself and, you know, and, and say, I love you too back. You know what I'm saying? But it, it's scary, right. but I embrace it because her legacy is living through me. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah. with that being said, that actually confirms, i I've, i said it. So yeah, out of darkness is coming June 7th. That's going to be the anniversary date for all my books because her legacy lives on through me, so yeah, see, look, it just helped me Mm -hmm. to simulate my mind, so yes, y'all, Out of Darkness, June 7th, I am almost done, that would give me enough time to get it proofread, to get it, well, I'm not getting it edited, no one's touching my baby, but to get it proofread, (laughs) typeset, and yeah, so there we have it, June 7th it is, but yep, all right, that's That's my take on it, so DC, close us out with the Dynamics
1: culture quotes. I got to say it slow. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, pimps and pimpettes, this is the closed caption of the (laughs) night. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully y'all enjoyed this, this, uh, this episode of our podcast, self-love is my rehab. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully y'all were able to take the gems that we were dropping per usual every Sunday at seven. Don't forget that. Um, (laughs) <laughs> and yeah, hopefully y'all y'all take it, you know, every little piece and bit, you know, of what we said and be able to implement that into your into your daily life. But with that being said, we are gonna close it out with a dynamic quote and it is forgive others because they deserve forgiveness, but because you deserve peace. And I chose this quote at the last minute and I you know I exchanged it with the quote that I was gonna say. But um I exchanged it with this one because you know what I'm saying, like it, you know, it's relative to the podcast um episode that we did tonight. You know what I'm saying? Simply just, you know, forgive forgive people just to, you know, give yourself some peace. You know what I'm saying? Forgiving someone else, you know what I'm saying, regardless of the degree of what the situation may have been, you know what I'm saying? You'll give yourself a peace of mind. You know what I'm saying? Being able to let go and let God, you know, manifest any type of situation you know what I'm saying, that's going on in your life. You know what I'm saying? Is the best is the best way to do things. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we get wrapped up into, you know, the the W's that we get over somebody instead of just, you know, just letting things just be what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like we are in no competition with nobody. Hell, we ain't in competition with ourselves. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, the goal is to is to win, and you know pray that everybody else win too, you know what I'm saying we don't have enough love in this world that that's being spreaded around, you know what I'm saying it's too much hate, you know what i'm saying the 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 scale of it is pretty much lopsided, you know what I'm saying like let's let's end the hate and start you know rebuilding off of love, you know what I'm saying, regardless of what the situation may have been, you know what I'm saying to a certain degree, you know what i'm saying i'm not trying to I'm not trying to say like forgive off of a lot of things but you know what I'm saying it, it it's kinda hard to say, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not trying to I'm not trying to dip back off of the quote but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Just to to some degree, you know what I'm saying, reevaluate things, reevaluate yourself and you know, just let go and let God. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, this is your story. Only you and God can, you know, narrate your story, your path. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, just manifest a lot of peace and love in your life and in the others at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, there's not enough love. There's not enough peace in this world to where everybody can wake up and just say, hey, today is going to be a good day. You know what I'm saying? I can go around a lot of people who's just going to say hi, who's going to say bye, or who's going to pick up a conversation just off the simple fact that they're happy and they're content with life. There's not enough for that. So let's build on that. Let's manifest that is the explanation and quote of the night. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that being said, peace and love, and we are out. Deuces.
0: Before we, before you close, DC, I just wanted to say, Yo. I'm going to start saying DC quote, because I'd be really close to saying dynamic coochie, and I don't want to say that. So that's why it's a tongue
1: twister. <laughs> 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 so, <yeah.
0: laughs> That's all I
1: had to well, say. Oh <laughs> shit! Um, yeah. <laughs> Goddamn. Uh, peace of love, and we are out.
0: Um, peace of
1: love. <laughs> peace of love. Yo. <laughs> <laughs>